0: Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. So before we start this week, I'm super excited because I wanted to tell you about some really exciting news. I have been working to put together a new coaching plan to help with work-life balance, time management, figuring out how to fit more into your days. Everybody always talks about they want more time, they need more time, and I have been consistently hearing How this problem is a challenge for so many of you out there. And just talking about a few tips and tricks on social media and an occasional episode here on the podcast just doesn't seem to be enough. So I've created a program to coach you on exactly what to do to go from burnout and overwhelmed to organized and feeling in control of your time. Heads up, disclaimer this is not a warm and fuzzy coaching program. This is a no joke. Sit up and take note of what's working, what's not, and how to get your life in balance so that you can find time to do the things that you want to this summer. So here's where you come in. Like I said, it's brand new and I am working really hard to make sure that it's super useful and helpful for as many folks as possible. So I am looking for five volunteers to work through the program with me start to finish and you get the whole Program at no cost, but in return, I will be asking for your feedback and input along the way to make sure that you and my future clients who get the very most out of this program. So, who wants in on it? Who wants to get things in balance and kick their summer off straight? If you're interested and you want to be a part of the pilot, drop me an email at kelly at kellyfeatheringham.com or shoot me a message on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you hang out, and just let me know that you're interested. I'll reach back out, we'll figure out the details, and we'll get started. All right, so let's get into our topic today, which is a follow-on from our last topic. We talked about leading hybrid teams And I kind of alluded last week that we were gonna be talking about it from both directions, both leading the teams and now this week I wanna talk about what it's like to be on that team and how to get what you need out of that team, how to get what you need as an employee, how to make the most of that situation, how to make sure that you don't fall into any of the pitfalls of kind of falling through the cracks. So we're gonna talk about that from the employee perspective today. So the first thing that I want to talk about is if you are somebody that is remote, I heard from some folks recently that there's a lot of concern that you're going to fall through the cracks or you're going to be penalized for being remote or you're not going to have the opportunities to progress up the ladder or get the best projects, whatever it may be, whatever your concerns are. So a lot of this is really gonna focus on the folks that are still at home and not in the office, but I would encourage you to think about it from both perspectives because I do think that there are some things about falling through the cracks if you're in the office. What if your boss is still working at home and is much more in tune to the challenges and struggles of the remote folks as opposed to the folks that are in the office, right? So some of this is really gonna be geared towards the folks at home, but kind of put it in your mind in both directions because I do think it applies across the board. The first thing you wanna make sure that you're doing is participate in everything. Participate in everything. Anything you possibly can participate, do that, okay? and. We talked a little bit about happy hours and social outings and networking and trainings and meetings and all of these things. And I understand that it's very easy when we get in that remote situation where "Ah, I don't really have to show up for that six o'clock call that they're going to do a team building thing because I'm remote and I don't need to be there. I, I think that this is a mistake. I think that if you can find time in your busy schedule to participate in anything that your organization is putting out to try and keep you in the loop, keep you active keep you networking keep you social with your team with your company with your supervisors you really need to make the effort to participate think of it this way if you were in the office you would actually have to stay late you would actually have to drive to something here all you have to do is get back on your computer for 15 minutes 20 minutes half an hour whatever it may be you don't even need to spend the entire time but making an effort to make a appearance at these things really goes a long way. One to show that you're still taking it seriously, that you're a part of this team. And even if it doesn't necessarily always feel like you are, kind of think of it as being the bigger person or doing the right thing. If you if your conscious is clear that you gave your best effort, at least at the end of the day you know that you tried. Being remote all the time, we do have to work harder to stand out. We do have to work harder to make sure that we aren't out of sight, out of mind. We have to find ways to pop up now and again because we don't have as many ad hoc and random opportunities to get face time with folks or last minute tasks that pop up. If you're sitting at the uh, other end of a conference table or your office is next door to the boss and last minute things come up, we're not gonna pop into the mind of our boss as we're remote, because we are out of sight. So it's incumbent upon us to make sure that we're finding any opportunity to constantly insert ourselves into any situation we can. So these trainings, meetings, social activities, any of those things, not only show up, but try to actively participate. Try to offer up ideas, offer up suggestions, offer up anecdotes, whatever it is based on the situation that's appropriate, but make sure that you are present fully. The next is understand the rules and procedures your organization has for remote workers and weigh the pros and cons for you. If your organization is saying that these are the criteria to be a remote worker and to be an office worker, review them, read anything that they tell you, understand it fully and make sure that when you're making the decision, it's the right decision for you. Again, I get that summer's coming and working from home and being able to flex your schedule is definitely a perk for a lot of us. It's definitely a perk that you can grab your laptop and go and sit outside on your patio and work for a few hours in the fresh air or knock off early and work first thing in the morning, the hours that work for you, whatever kind of situation you have going on with your remote work, there are a lot of perks to it, but there could be cons to it as well. So make sure that you are educating yourself, reaching out, keeping in touch with your supervisors, understanding all of the pros and cons and how that works best for you. You are still responsible for your job and duties and really pushing yourself that little extra bit. Okay. So The next thing I want to talk about is making sure that you are taking into account your continued growth, your career strategy. If you're early or mid in your career and you still have big dreams and goals for yourself, this is another thing where you're going to want to weigh the pros and cons of being out of sight, out of mind. Again, there are a lot of things that we can do to try and bring ourselves present, but there's a lot of little things that pop up in our career, right place, right time. And if you're not in those right places and right time, you could miss out on it. If that's okay with you, if you're willing to take that risk, if the pros and cons of working remotely outweigh those opportunities for you, that's a very personal decision. That's one that you can make. But again, be thinking about these things. Be thinking about the long-term strategy. Be thinking about where you would like to go. And pre-COVID, you may have had all kinds of dreams and aspirations about where you wanted to go. Now that we've been doing this for a year, your priorities may have changed, your goals may have changed, your your balance may have changed, your thoughts and ideas about where you wanna go. And again, totally fine, but think about where it is that you wanna go and how the new normal fits into that and what kinds of opportunities you are going to have if you are in person or you are online. Working remotely used to be a privilege not a right a lot of organizations you know it was very difficult to work remote it was often difficult to get permission to work remote on a regular basis but now that organizations have seen that it can work we've seen the flaws we've seen the challenges we've figured out how to get past it but we have also seen that there are some challenges with working remotely. Think of all the distractions. Think of all of the, the reasons how we can get pulled in a million different directions. Think about how our work-life balance is really suffering because we don't know when to unplug. We don't know when to turn off. Not everybody has these challenges. Not everybody has these problems. But if you are struggling with balance and struggling to really be focused or struggling to self-start, there's a variety of different things that come up with this. Going back in the office might be a better decision for you. Perhaps staying remotely is a better decision for you because you get more done. Whatever the scenario for you is, think about these things. Think about the opportunities that you are afforded with either situation and what works best for you. Back to standing out and making sure that whether you're remote or in person, you are finding ways to stand out as a problem solver, not an attention seeker. I want to bring this up because I think that it's often very easy to stand out as someone who just complains as opposed to someone that's offering solutions. And organizations are businesses. They are there to make money, to be profitable, to solve a problem, to create solutions. They're not there to cater to a variety of personality challenges or personality attention seekers is is the best way, the most polite way that I can put it. We all know those people that stand up in a meeting and all they do is talk just because they wanna hear themselves talk, right? They're not necessarily offering solutions and that can be very frustrating for a leader. And we have to go with it, we have to deal with them, it's just a part of being in business. But if you wanna really stand out particularly in an organization that is already challenged with a hybrid workforce, is already challenged with trying to make sure that everybody is meshing, everybody is working well together, everybody is still rising with the tide, set yourself apart by being a known problem solver. Look at the different things that are going on, go to your boss with suggestions, ideas, solutions. If you have a challenge or a problem that you cannot figure out, come up with some ideas of how you could possibly solve the challenge and go to your boss when you bring the challenge to them and say, I'm having a hard time with ABC. I was thinking that perhaps we could do this or we could talk about that and that might help. If you have other ideas, I'm certainly open to them. I just wanted to make sure that I came to you with some solutions as opposed to just coming and being that squeaky wheel because oftentimes in organizations, when we've got uncertainty and we've got challenging situations like we do with this hybrid situation, we get a lot of people that are constantly calling and complaining about things, constantly pointing out the shortfalls, pointing out the challenges, pointing out the things that, quite frankly, in a lot of situations they could make better on their own, but it's easier to complain about it than make adjustments. Okay, so if you do choose to be remote or you do choose to be in person, instead of being one of the complaining people that is seeing all of the negative in the situation, bring some positive ideas, bring some suggestions, some solutions, some ways that you can optimize the system. In a lot of ways, organizations are going to really be leveraging their employees, really looking to their employees to give them feedback, give them ideas, give them ways to optimize the process, what's working, what's not. If you have teams or you are on a team where you're having meetings and the format online is just not working really well with the in-person, offer a suggestion. Maybe you do smaller teams, maybe you do tiger teams, tag teams, whatever your, your company calls it. Maybe you do some kind of online email type of process maybe you periodically meet in person whatever it may be think about ways to improve the process instead of complain about or put down what's in place so far be part of the solution creating new ways to stay connected with your team be the person that takes the initiative to come up with these things again we're going to be going through this process of partially hybrid fully hybrid whatever combination your company or organization is at right now and what it's going to look like over the next year or two is going to be a a growing pain for a lot of different levels think about ways that you can stay connected with your team propose social or learning activities pull your weight on the team help pick up the slack for others if they need it if one day you might need them to do the same Be that person that is helping to foster growth, foster community, foster relationship building and team building and all of those wonderful things that make a team really perform well. These are ways that you can just stand out amongst your group because again, you're not the person bringing the problems. You're the person bringing solutions. You're the person trying to bring people together. I think I mentioned on the the last episode that f- years ago I was kind of smack dab in the middle of this for a while as my main organization was on one coast and I was placed on the other coast and I had to really try to find ways to keep myself integrated with my team back on the west coast and think about ways to make sure that I was constantly in the know about what was going on the weekly newsletters and all those things that are just general mail that come out those are useful but they really don't keep your hand on the pulse or your finger on the pulse of what's really going on because you're not in all of the different meetings where random things come up so one of the things that I came up with was having someone come from the west coast different parts of leadership, inviting them to come to a a periodic meeting on the East Coast to meet with all of the folks there to talk about, to answer questions, to give updates on what's going on, kind of what the status of business is, where we're going, where we're headed, get some feedback, and then encourage the folks locally that were going to sit in on this meeting to come to the meeting with constructive, productive ideas because they were getting a really nice opportunity to talk to somebody in senior leadership face to face. So there can be some perks to being remote. Now, obviously that's a physical location challenge and we were able to meet in person at that time, but. It's even easier now with remote, say you are on a team where half of your team is remote. Why not propose that you could do a Q and A session for just all the remote folks or everybody. Maybe you submit questions for your remote team periodically. Maybe you have a suggestion box, a virtual suggestion box or a periodic happy hour or brown bag, whatever it may be think about what would make sense for your team. I can come up with 50 different ideas, but not knowing specifics of your team, that's where you come in. That's where you really think about what makes sense for you and your team and propose it. The worst they can say is, nope, we're not going to do it. All right, fine. So go back to the drawing board, think about it some more, propose it again. There's also the chance that you could talk to your colleagues and say, hey, I think this would be useful do you think it would be useful get their input get their feedback and maybe together you can come up with an idea that's an even better suggestion and then present it as a group to your boss say we'd really like to do this we think this would be helpful it won't cost any money just a little bit of time can we do this again you're setting yourself apart because you are taking action you are making proposals, you're making suggestions, you're looking how to spin things positively and improve and well-working teams, high-performing teams, well-connected people work better together which at the end of the day is good for business. So set yourself apart as a solutions person as opposed to a problems person. There's going to be a lot of challenges with this hybrid situation. There just is and You can roll with them and think of ways to work around them, work through them, work on them, whatever it may be. At the end of the day, trying to be as active in your participation as visible in good ways is only going to make it better for you in the long run for your career because you are not going to be one of those people that's out of sight, out of mind. And even if your organization starts to seem like there's a hierarchy or there's challenges with not a lot of opportunity for someone that's not in the office versus somebody that's in the office, making sure that you're constantly top of mind for good reasons can only work in your favor. All right. Well, I wish you lots of luck. The sun is shining here. I'm very excited. Spring is seemingly to have sprung. And I'm hoping that wherever you are, you've got some nice weather on the horizon for you. Definitely don't forget to reach out to me if you want to be a part of that pilot for the work-life balance. Summer is coming. I know that everybody remote or in person is already starting to itch for figuring out how we can find a little bit more time this summer. I think that this crazy year of unknown and rejiggering how we work has really caused some challenges for folks in the work-life balance category. And I'd love for you to be a part of this new program. So reach out to me at at kellyfeatheringham.com or drop me a message on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook, wherever you spend your time. Have a great week. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.